We're live from Radio Row, and we sat down with Randy Grimes for a fun interview talking about his new book, Off Center. We were able to do that because of Chisholm Trail RV, who put us on the road for this trip, and New Mexico Vodka's Teller Vodka from Safe House Distilling. Thank you to them for being a part of this, and thank you to them for giving us an opportunity to meet with Randy. And here's our interview with him. The Opening Drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Bach. Weekday mornings from 7 till 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. California, here we come. Right back where we started from. Welcome back to the program. The boys are live at Radio Row. And one of the most fortunate parts of being at Radio Row is being able to find individuals, uh, not just like adjacent to football, but football proper, who are telling their stories. And often we are able to tell those stories that are outside the playing days, outside the lines. And we're doing that with our new friend of the show, Randy Grimes, who uh, – you got a big. You got a new release today. You get your today, books out. Yeah. Your book Huge, is yeah. out today, off Randy. Center, off center. The book is out today. A memoir of addiction, recovery, and redemption in professional football. Um, and I tell you what, I'm. I got goosebumps not from the cold air, but just from uh, having an it opportunity. It's cold. Have <laughs> 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 an opportunity. My nipples are going to crack this off is, here. Man. All right, cut that off. <laughs> cut that off, Jared. We need that clip. <laughs> yeah. <So, laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you put. Man, you put your life in a book. Yeah. I poured my heart out in 234 pages. That's exactly right. Oh, my right. gosh. But a ghostwriter, right? You didn't have to put it pending. Well, I mean, I did my share. Come on, That's man. There we go. It's not giving me any credit. Yeah. So, Randy, uh, 10 years in the league, obviously the best jerseys in the history of football. Creamsicle, With right. the creamsicle in Tampa Bay. Um, but a lot of that journey wasn't all bright lights and shine, right? You had a lot going on in your personal life, and that's what's in this story. That's exactly what's in this story. You know, my, my, my rookie year, I had a locker next to Leroy Selman, and the first thing I learned from Leroy is that Football wasn't a game anymore. It was now a job. And the second thing I learned from him was you do whatever you have to to stay out on the field. Yeah. Now, obviously, Leroy didn't mean that I was going to take handfuls of pain pills every day, but that's what I took it to mean because I was the guy willing to do whatever I had to. I was not going to get that reputation of always being on the injury report or always being in the training room or always missing practice because that was the reputation you were never going to get away from in what was sure to be a short NFL career. So, you know, I, I, you know, I justified it so easy. I looked at it like a necessary evil. I, I mean, it was so available. You know, I was getting it from team doctors or team trainers or team mates, you know. And, and uh, so I just thought that was the culture of the league. And I was willing to do it because I wanted to be the best center that ever played the game. Right. I wanted to get that next big contract. I wanted to be an all-pro. I wanted to feed my family. See, these are crazy ways that I justified that necessary evil that was really turned into a full-blown addiction. And, you know, I had five head coaches in 10 years. I had six different offensive line coaches. And that last coach that I had, Sam Weish, I remember him telling me that my services wouldn't be needed anymore in Tampa. Uh, And I remember raking everything out of my locker into a black trash bag and walking out the back door and Randy Grimes, the football player, didn't exist anymore. And I struggled for a long time figuring out who I was when I wasn't Randy Grimes, when I didn't have that uniform to put on anymore. I didn't have that playbook to look at anymore, that itinerary to go by. I I struggled in the transition, and that was just throwing gasoline on an already raging dumpster fire. That was the addiction that was going on. Now that transitional trauma on top of that. So that's what the book's about. And uh, it's about my journey out of darkness back into the light. And you know what? It was a... It was a healing process for the Grimes family because everybody in my family had a platform in the book. So that's the beautiful thing about this whole thing. Whether the book is successful or not, it was a healing process for the Grimes. You know, the healing process that takes me to my next question is, 
talking about your story is awfully therapeutic. Right. The therapeutic process. Are you an open guy, or was this difficult to get your no, story? No, I've, I've been very open about it. You know, when I came into treatment th- almost 13 years ago, there was nothing out there for former players, and I knew that. My wife just so happened at the very end, she, she was willing to make one more call for me, and whoever she talked to that day up in Park Avenue on, in New York at the league office knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody, and that's how I got to treatment on September 22nd, 2009. But that's why I started Professional Athletes in Recovery because I wanted to be that bridge. I knew there was a lot of guys out there just like me who were suffering in silence with that warrior mentality who, you know, for whatever reason, pride, ego, guilt, or shame would not put their hand up and ask for help. And I wanted to be that bridge between those players and resources because I had got together with the Player Care Foundation that had just formed. We started reaching out to a lot of those guys that I knew were out there suffering. And uh, all of a sudden, man, they were coming out of the woodwork, former NFL players and everybody, you know, struggling with the same issues, chronic pain, self-medication, trauma, not having that game anymore, not having that uniform anymore. And over the last, you know, 12 and a half years, I've been able to up hundreds and hundreds of not only former NFL players, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, jockeys. Man, those poor guys, they're they're a hell of a lot more beat up than us football players are. Uh, Golfers, MMA fighters, uh, uh, tennis players. You know, I've just been – it's almost like God was preparing me to do the work that right. I do now and all the pain that I put everybody through. So, you know, with Off Center, um, we've, we're talking about how it affects athletes. Mm-hmm. But how would this affect someone who's never played a sport before? Because I've seen that you've done a lot of talking to big groups, and it has nothing to do with athletes. So that's what I wanted to kind of steer in that direction. Well, and I wrote, I wrote this book. There's two stories that go on in this book, and they parallel each other throughout the whole book. One of them is a fictitious intervention where I'm introducing you to characters that have all these traits, the enabling, the codependency, the, the stigma that's associated with with uh, addiction and these two stories parallel i've got my story that's going on and i've got the intervention going on and it clearly it clearly uh defines what each chapter is it either says the intervention or randy's story and i i think and the two stories go back and forth on each other because i pull a lot of the the characteristics out of the intervention that apply to my own addiction and what my family went through. And uh, so everybody's going to be able to get something out of this book. Right. It's an educational tool. It's for coaches. It's for parents. It's for loved ones that have somebody struggling with addiction. And uh, I, th- I, I just think it's going to be an awesome book. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Joining us on the program, Randy Grimes, Pro Athletes in Recovery dot org and wstreatment.com white were- sands I, the, the program that is my athletes in recovery program is at white sands treatment center in tampa the founder of athletes in recovery and his new book out today off center my question randy to you is uh it's about fellowship it's a thing we put a real spotlight on on the program can you talk a little bit about the fellowship of athletes who have had this struggle? Do they come together in a, in a group? And of that group, is there is there a commitment to it that they need in that recovery process? You know, people ask me all the time what I miss most about football. It's not the game. I don't miss being out on right. the field. I miss the locker room. Yeah. Mm. And that's what recovery has given me back is to be in a fellowship of like-minded people, people that have been to those deep, dark places that I've been to through addiction. Same with the guys that I help. And, uh, you know, the guys that I've been able to help over the years and, and, and girls, 
uh, you know, yeah, we still have that fellowship. We all stay together, we, and that's part of what Athletes in Recovery is all about is staying accountable. I know with me, that was what helped me get sober was to be accountable. And, uh, you know, that, that that's what it's all about. So, yeah, that's a great question, and the fellowship is strong. I love that. I'm, yeah, very excited about that. So I used to be a quarterback in high school until I blew my knee out. And I have a special relationship with my center. And I'll see if you have this with some of your former quarterbacks. Whenever they see me after a long time, they bend over and say, okay. see if it still fits. <laughs> <laughs> so I, put, I, put I don't my know. Hand. I, there might be something more you going yeah, on there. Yeah. I'm not I worry you know, about you, that. You, yeah. you, you don't see your old quarterbacks and say, hey, get, get no, in there. They, they, I, <laughs> that's the first time I've heard that. And I'm actually a center who runs into a lot of quarterbacks. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to drug test you. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> don't let the mullet fool you. That's all real. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, so I, I just want to talk about present football. You know, the, the Bucks are losing the greatest, the GOAT of all time. Uh, do you think it will take long for the organization to get back on top? Depends on who they bring in. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, I think if they go out and get a veteran. But even more importantly, how many of those great veterans are they going to be able to retain like they did last year? Right. You know, so that's going to, that's the biggest question as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, I think they'll go out. They'll sign a good quarterback. They've got some great talent around him. I think they'll be okay. Will they, will they ever be what they were the last two years? I don't know. But uh, I know with Coach Aarons, I'm confident that he's a player's coach. You know, all he's got to do is continue to herd the cats. He's got great coordinators, great uh, assistant coaches. Uh, I think Tampa's set for a few years. I just whether or not they can get back to the big game, I don't know. But what I do, what I am grateful to Brady for, obviously the Super Bowl and, and the great great year they had now. But you know that the championship culture that he brought yeah, to yeah. that young Buccaneer team, mm -hmm. and uh, that that win at all cost and it's never over attitude. You know, and that's only somebody like Brady could bring that in. You know, sure. Randy Grimes, the author of Off Center and proathletesandrecovery.org and wstreatment.com, which is the White Sands Treatment Center. Randy, how many years are you in recovery? Uh, I've come in up on 13. Congratulations. Wow. A little over 12 and a half right now. Thank that you is, very much. That's a gigantic deal. Any final words before we let you go? Anything for the friends of our show? I just want my message to be that I want people to know that it's okay to not be okay, but you got to raise your hand and ask for help. Ooh, there there's is. help yes. out there. Oh, give your boy goosebumps. Yes. <laughs> Randy, thank you so much. Thank Obviously, you. You can stick around for two seconds. We're going to take a photo. And whenever we get back, more live from Radio Row. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.